Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. And on today's Music Monday episode, we have Summer Belt in studio. What's How are you up? doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. We're doing well. I'm loving this. We, we said we're going to set it up different today. I'm loving this new setup. Uh, and so we get to not only talk with you, we get to hear you uh, play and... We get to have this big TV with yeah, your name on dope. it. <laughs> I like it. I'm yeah. Fan. <laughs> um, and uh, so, Summer, uh, can you tell us a little bit um, about who you are as a musician? Because I think you stand out a little bit in Nashville with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell us a little bit about who you are as a musician and kind of where you? I know it's a it's a very big no no in Nashville to put yourself in a box, but how do you describe yourself as a as a musician in the genre space too? All right, um, I would say that my genre is rock. Um, I think that there's not a whole lot of that in Nashville. Um, I think there's actually a very big rock scene turn towards more, Murphy's. There's Brown. more than you would think yeah. in Nashville. I have found out. I think it's kind of like a little there's a little circle. You yes. know, I'm kind of as of recently trying to like get to know those kind of bands and artists and everything. Cause there are some pretty cool ones, I guess there's just a lot less than there is obviously country. Everybody thinks of that when they think of Nashville. Um, I am really influenced by a lot of, um, classic bands. I, my biggest influences are probably like the Beatles, Prince, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Queen, um, all of those artists. Um, but then at the same time, um, and, you know, it's 2021, I'm a female, it's kind of like, it doesn't sound like 70s rock music, you know, there's a lot of other influences I've had along the way, it's built into, I think, kind of its own style a little bit, um, so I always have a hard time kind of like giving artists that I feel like I sound exactly like, but I kind sure. of try to use that as, like, to my advantage a little bit. I think I'm kind of trying to do something, like you said, a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of how I would try to describe the the genre, what I'm going for. <laughs> well, I think uh, maybe a good display would be to hear a little bit. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us about the first song that you'll, you'll play here? Yes, absolutely. So this is um, one of my favorite songs that I've written. Um, I wrote this song, actually, about one of my biggest fears in life. I absolutely hate tornadoes, um, and I grew up in... You're, you, were, you were in the wrong city right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I grew up in Indiana, and so we they happened everywhere all the time. Although, interestingly enough, the first really bad one I dealt with was right after I left Indiana and moved here. Yeah. Um, were, you, were you in East Nashville at mm-hmm. the time? I was, yeah. So March 3rd of 2020? Yep. Okay. Yep. I lived right over by Lipstick Lounge. So we were, we were, everything around us was destroyed. I remember we were blocked in our cars and stuff for like two weeks. Um, We're walking to like Red Cross donations and stuff for food. Wow. It was, we were definitely, we were really blessed to not actually have like our apartment or anything destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work at Boomba's Pizza, though, and okay. it got absolutely destroyed. Well, yeah, I mean, now yeah. it's re- <laughs> reopened, right? Yeah, now it, it's ju- back it up did and just running. reopen, yeah. 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 So what, uh, you were at Lipstick Lounge at the time um, of my, the tornado? Yeah. Um, well, my apartment was, like, 
right across the street. Okay. Oh, okay. So, like, that's the exact. Were you awake at the time? Did you know it was happening? I was asleep. I had no idea. Huh. I woke up to just, like, the power lines and stuff falling on my apartment. My roommate was in there, and it was, like, clearly banging on our walls. So my thought was not immediately, like, tornado. I was just, like... What I think apocalypse may have been the first thought that came into my I was like, uh, not ready, for this. I, not ready, and I will never forget. Just like, like within a minute or two, it was just dead silent. It was all mm. gone, and we just opened the door, and it was just like it was really like walking mm. out into a movie. Wow, scene. it was just like everything around us was flattened. People wow. start just like climbing out of like nowhere. All the alarms start going off at that point. Like, that sounds pretty apocalyptic. Yeah. It was right crazy. We just kind of like walked around and like Boombas, we lived right next to there. Um, they had just like gas leaks and water flying like 60 feet into the wow. air. It was insane. Uh, yeah, it was so, a wild experience. And then all that looting started to happen in that area. Immediately. Too. That yep. was crazy too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just, that was a wild experience. Mm. So. Did that lead to the song we're about to hear? <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, I wrote this right before coming to Nashville because huh. I just already hated tornadoes, and that just happened to happen in my life. Um, I really, uh, I grew up out in a farmhouse, so I was surrounded by cornfields. So you could kind of see from, like, miles around. Yeah, yeah. And so when we would have tornadoes, and they were, again, never that bad or anything like that, but you could see the funnel cloud like moving around and stuff like that and my dad used to always like to go out and watch them and i was always so scared like why let's get in the face what are we doing um and i remember one night i went out there and i was watching these funnel clouds with him and i started thinking about like what would this storm say to me mm. if it could mm. like right before it kills me mm. and i wrote a song about it whoa I called it my name is disaster Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen. I've got quicksand in my kiss I'm a tempest in disguise With a tornado on my fingertips They say I'm not too forgiving And I've got a bad temper too But you're in the path of my destruction And I'm coming after you My name is Disaster Got a history of rage and a criminal plan. Now you aren't on me, you track me down. My name is Disaster and I'm back in town. Better get out now, cause I'm back in town. When I come around, take cover, try to hide I wipe whole cities out and make fire rain from the skies Oh, you know lightning don't play nice And I like to cause a stir 
When your life goes up in flames, I'm gonna stand and watch it burn. Oh, my name is Disaster, you know who I am. Got a history of rage and a criminal plan. Now you are on me, you track me down. My name is Disaster and I'm back in town. Better get out now, cause I'm back in town. Provoke me, oh, your nose coming in the thunder. Say so my name is Disaster, and you know who I am. I've got a bad, bad temper and an evil plan. Not you or an army could ever track me down. My name is Disaster because, oh, baby. says I want to listen to that song on my porch when the lightning is going absolutely insane yeah and then I hopefully see a tornado in the distance <laughs> it oh, summons yeah. that song will summon a tornado <laughs> yeah oh, no. a tornado summons the opposite song. of her intention oh, no. yeah, the absolute opposite <laughs> <laughs> I think like, that song is I think great. like I could see a guy Thank like you. in New Orleans like there's a new uh, like a hurricane coming through and he's just like Bang into his to head on that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have had a couple people text me <laughs> during big storms, being like, yeah, it was raining really hard today. And I was just thinking, my name is this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you gave life to the storm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So, Summer, how did you get started in music? You said you had a lot of influences uh, growing up in the rock world. How did you mm-hmm. get from the influence to where you are now? So my parents always raised me with music. I think that's where it all started. Um, Listening to a lot of music and playing a lot of music. So um, I started playing classical piano when I was about three or four. Wow. Very young. And I did that for about 10 years um, before I did anything else. Did you hate it or like it? (laughs) I actually loved it. Cool. Um, I love piano. I did like um, classical competition piano though. Oh wow! Which is maybe not my my forte. So like my sister and I both did it, and she did was you always guys compete against each other. Um. Well, she was a couple years older than me, so okay. she was always in like a different level. Um. She was always really good at it because she could, 
um, just sight read really well and follow all of the the little wow. everything really well and just nail it. I, on the other hand, I always like to put my own creative spin on it, you know? So we're like, I felt like it needed to be faster here. I felt like, you know, and then the judges would always be like, no, we want you to just play like exactly what yeah, is on yeah, the, those you know? Are, it's, it's like the technical challenge in a, a great oh, yeah. baking show. Like you have to do it according to like their standards. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun playing piano. Um, winning the classical competitions wasn't really my thing. Um, but I, I had a lot of fun doing that. I My first couple like songs that I used to write were just like little piano ballads and stuff. I was a huge fan of Mozart, so I tried to write like some of <laughs> some of that kind of stuff. Um, but then separately, I kind of started, um, I grew up on a farm. So I also at the same time started kind of like, I would, when I was outside and stuff, I'd always like make up little lyrics and like little poems and stuff for my animals. That was kind of like a separate thing. And then at the same time, my parents always raised me listening to just like a lot of great music. Johnny Cash and the Beatles were like sure. really big ones growing up. It was a little bit later that I started getting into like more rock and roll and stuff, but those were like great bands to grow up listening to. Sure. Um, and so then I would say it all kind of came together when I was around like 12 or 13 um, when I started listening to more rock music. Started, I played my first show. I got a guitar and I wrote some songs. Definitely some Taylor Swift influence in there. I definitely went through a Taylor Swift phase. Um, I think we all have. In this room, I think we all when, have. When her Fearless tour came out and I I remember being 13 or 12 and watching that video and she's just like that's when she had the guitars and like the long hair and the boots and she'd run around on stage and just like do all this crazy stuff and I was like yes that's <laughs> what I'm gonna do um so I think that's when I got the guitar and then started writing songs and then as I started playing shows um, my dad used to take me to every show I ever played hmm. and he started introducing me to a lot more music and he used to download like bootleg concert footage of like Prince and ACDC and all these people <laughs> and then that just kind of became like my whole life from there it was just playing yeah. shows listening to those bands watching their concerts like yeah, yeah. The, rock concerts are a lot different than you know even even a lot of concerts that you'd have at even festivals or stages here in Nashville, it's just, it's just, it's loud mm -hmm. and it's just, it's wild and mm -hmm. it's fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think it's funny because I, growing up listening to classical music, I actually hated rock music. Really? I was appalled by the idea of like electric guitar. It's like, it is so loud. <laughs> I now, now it's all considered classical. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so how did you, you transitioned to uh, playing guitar mm -hmm. and then you started playing shows and that's when it started getting serious. Mm -hmm. um, when did it kind of take it to that next level when you're like, this is actually something that I want to make money from, make a career out of and put my name out there for the world? I think... I kind of made that decision really early on, and then I was just trying to get myself to a point where I could tell people that I made that decision without seeming crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think when I was, like, 12 or 13, I realized, like, all right, this is what I want to do. But I used to have, like, stage fright so bad, really to the point where I could barely even, like, 
have conversations with people and like look people in the eyes, like let alone be on a stage. Yeah. So if I would have told people I just wanted to be a performer, they would have just never, mm. you know, yeah. never thought I could do that. So instead, I don't think I told anybody. I just started like trying to do some shows and trying to perform a little bit more. And then just fully embraced it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So was Nashville always on the horizon for you then, like growing up? Um, I wasn't exactly sure where I wanted to go. I had a couple places in mind, like Nashville, New York, or Chicago, I think were kind of the places that I was thinking. Um, and then I went to Boston for a little bit. I went to Berkeley for just like a summer semester We've thing. had so many Berkeley students in the studio. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. There, I was just talking to someone the other day, and they were saying that Berkeley is really um, pushing their students towards Nashville. Because there's just a good. They must be doing a good job of that. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I also even over. I feel like over the last like month or two, I feel like a lot of really. uh, Yeah. Yeah. The atmosphere that we've been told is like, you know, Berkeley. The college is 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 very similar to like, just you know, a great creative arts Mm -hmm. place where they can you know really focus on music. And they said Nashville is just a giant version of that for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's why they really have, have liked Nashville and yeah. that transition from Berkeley to Nashville. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started out there. I loved Boston. I loved Berkeley, but I didn't want to do four years of college, and I really wanted to be in a place where really performing and booking shows and that kind of thing was really my vision. Um, and and uh, I visited Nashville a couple times. I'm from Indiana, so it's like I can still drive home and see family and stuff. Sure. But I'm also still surrounded by just great artists. That's mm-hmm. I, I think that's got to be like everybody's favorite thing on Nashville. And something that I honestly love that I didn't necessarily expect is the variety of artists that are here. I mean, there's really a, is a lot more than country. There's so much. There's a like a rap scene that I didn't even know oh, yeah. about. Very there's a little rock scene. Yeah. There's definitely a pop scene. There's just yeah. so there really is a there's just a lot of music. I yeah. love it. <laughs> What was your first, had you visited Nashville before moving down here? Yeah, I visited a couple times. Um, I had some friends, actually, who I'd met at Berkeley who ended up going to Belmont. So I kind of used them to, like, visit here and hang out and meet some people. I was like, all right, well, I love this place. How do I now get myself here? When you moved here, you know, what was your first thought or impression of Nashville after being here for like either a week or a month or you know what was going through your head at that time um I think that my first probably like six months here was just like insane going from living in uh cornfield to living in Na- Nashville <laughs> is really different so I think it's not a big city but it's big enough yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a song me, in the making to me it's a huge city the yeah. closest city to me had town had 700 people. Okay. And there's 700 part. people that live in one apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to me, big city. Um, I think, I think like the first six months, the, I just remember like every time I would go over like this hill that I would take to get like into town, I would see the whole skyline. Yeah. I would just it's one like, of the best views of, oh, of the city. Yeah. 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 Every single day I'm like, I am here. This is where <laughs> I am. I'm in Nashville. Oh yeah. I think that was just like overwhelmed by that feeling of just like, how great it is to be here is how I felt, I think, for the first few months. Yeah. And overwhelmed by the just the variety of art and being around yeah. this many people. What was, a, what was the difference with your short time in Boston 
and now your time in Nashville, what's like the difference in the music scenes or music culture between the two cities? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think I would say there has to be almost even the variety in like in age and in style of of artists here. Um, and in Boston, I don't know if that was just because I was at a college campus. Um, I heard a very kind of specific style of music and a specific kind of variety of artists. They were all kind of like young and all kind of singer songwriter pop. And again, I don't know if that's a accurate I would, I would say accurate like, sure. representation. Again, I was there for a couple of months, but I yeah. Nashville just stands out because I think that you have really serious, really dedicated amazing musicians like i've seen people from the ages of like 15 16 yeah, yeah. blow my mind here yeah and like you guys were saying earlier i'll have somebody come in who's like 80 just still doing their thing you know like i don't know i think nashville's a city that kind of like has a lot of artists like that you know yeah well like i think if you looked at like boston from a music level you have like dropkick murphys and like those really big bands that came out of mm-hmm. boston and so, like, Boston, I think of, when I think of the Boston music scene, I think of this more, this is where, like, the old rockers go. Yeah. And they go, they, they go live there and perform at the bars mm-hmm. and stuff. And then okay. they send all the young people And then they send now. all the people And then they're like, all right, you yeah, go so to... it seems to be all the right, case. yeah. So. I would love to go back to Boston at some point. I feel like that was such a cool place, and I didn't get to experience it as much as I would like to. So many places to visit. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about your journey since you've been in Nashville. Um, what have you been releasing since you, you've been here? What is your what is your music journey like since you've been to Nashville? All right. So um, for the first couple months, I was really just kind of trying to meet people, network a little bit, all of that fun stuff. Um, I played a couple shows, just kind of like writers rounds, things like that. I ended up playing one showcase, I think um, January of 2020, um, and. I ended up meeting some really incredible people that night um, and working with them kind of since then. And so I've been, I signed with um, Brain Candy Management about, I think maybe like a year ago at this point. Um, So that has been amazing. So obviously COVID kind of happened like right at my like six months of being in Nashville, Mark. So I kind of like that show I just mentioned was kind of like my first big like showcase that I did and then everything kind of hit right after that yeah so obviously there was like a huge drop in really anything happening right um for a long time but fortunately I had met um these really great people right before that happened so you're able to stay plugged in and connect yeah exactly I don't know what I don't know what I exactly would have done during that time if I hadn't like made that connection um but I started working with them and kind of just like I ended up going home to Indiana for a couple months and things like that. But we were kind of doing like calls here and there and I was writing some songs and all of that. And then um, I think fall uh, of last year, started really working with them and I released some covers and stuff, just like some acoustic ones. Um, and then last year, I think around January, I released my first single in a while. So I released a single called Red Wine and Cyanide. Nice. And uh, um, I absolutely love that project. It was, we did a music video with it. Um, it's a, takes a lot of influence from like a Humphrey Bogart, like 1950s thriller movie, which I'm oh, a huge really cool. fan of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also love Marilyn Monroe and just really, I'm a big fan of like old Hollywood kind mm-hmm. of 
thing. So I wanted to use that in my music video. So we got to do a whole theatric thing like that. I'd That's never fun. acted before anything like that. So that was one of my favorite things we've ever done. Um, and then I released another single a couple months later called Gemini. Um, I played around with the funky bass line for that one. Nice. And then I actually got to do a release show for that one on Love Circle, which was really cool. Oh, very oh that's cool. really cool. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. dope. We just kind of set up um, outside, and everybody kind of came around. We just, like, spray-painted my name on the, on the drive <laughs> and everything. Yeah, yeah. People joined, and it was so cool. Um, and then just a couple months ago, I released a third single um, called Trigger Happy. So that's sort of the one I've been playing around with most recently awesome those are sort of my big projects for this year it's been going well (laughs) so as you've been releasing these you know obviously i I think every everybody has and everybody every artist has something that you know is stuck in your mind of this is what i'm going after uh this is the thing that's keeping me driving through this every day and Mm -hmm. what i'm going for what do you see for yourself as like, this is what I'm chasing? What are what exactly do you see for yourself as what you're chasing? Hmm. I think what I'm chasing is... Like, I just saw a video the other day of an artist crying because their fans were singing back every single word of, mm. of a brand new song that they'd written. And I think, I guess... It almost doesn't matter if that fan base is 50 people or, like, 10 million people. If they're, like, you know, they know every word to your song and they're singing that back. You know, like, your songs mean something to them that, yeah. that cha- impacted them, you know? Yeah. I think on whatever scale that that is, that is what I'm working for. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um so you released uh, a single recently. Um, what is, and you know, now it's 2021, mm-hmm. almost the end of it, which yeah. felt like we're just ending 2020. So weird. What are you looking forward to now that we have the ability to play shows and, and uh, you know, kind of get out there now? What are some of the things you're looking forward to now that you're out releasing and doing all this stuff? Uh, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is just getting out there and reaching more people. I think performing more shows is a huge thing. Traveling more. Um, obviously, those are like two my two favorite things in the world. <laughs> um, and so I really just want to I want to reach more people. So I want to um, I want to visit more cities. I want to find. find Yeah. That that's what I'm most excited. That's what I'm most excited about. Thing everything opening back up so that we can really keep this moving. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a good goal. So uh, the next song that you're gonna play for us is yeah. called Trigger Happy. Mm-hmm. What's the inspiration behind this song? So this song, <laughs> uh, one of my biggest mottos in life, I think, is to not get triggered by things. I think everybody gets really. It's really easy. To get like let something just get under your skin and just get like a little bothered by it, especially if like get, you're like 2020. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy to just get irritated, and I think one of my biggest mottos in life is to just, you know, not let it under your skin. Just, just let it slide by. Just don't let it bother you. And that being said, you know, I got to vent some way, so I wrote this whole song just about the complete opposite. 
and it's just about everything that I'm triggered by. <laughs> it's just about letting it all out and getting really triggered. So, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, let's take a listen. All right. I don't start fights, I play it nice But you keep trying to get under my skin You're talking a lot, you think that you're hot But it's pretty clear you're overcompensating I don't have time for your games Middle school shade, hey I'm trigger happy and I'm sick of your shit Just know I don't mind getting dirty with it my name in your mouth warning you baby that this could go south because i'm trigger happy and you're on my bad side trigger happy and you're looking like a bullseye like a bullseye like a bullseye trigger happy and you're looking like a bullseye a shame talk a big game at the end of the day can't look in my eyes drama queen always causing a scene can't bother me no matter what you try i don't have time for your games middle school shade hey i'm trigger happy and i'm sick of your shit just know i don't mind getting south because i'm trigger happy and you're on my bad side trigger happy and you're looking like a bullseye like a bullseye like a bullseye trigger happy and you're looking like a bullseye wanna be my enemy then baby go ahead I hurt your ego, now you're wishing I was dead Telling you your time is up, I've had enough Cause really I don't give a Ooh. I don't start fights, I try to play nice Usually Oh no, 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 no Trigger happy and I'm sick of your shit Awesome. Very cool. Um, Summer, as we're getting excited and, you know, wondering now, okay, what does the real track sound like? Where can people follow you and hear your music? 
Um, just dropped a new website actually. Oh, it's great. called Summer Belt Music. Awesome. I am very proud of it. You'll definitely have to check it, it out. It looks fantastic. We got I just checked really it out before cool. the interview. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we got some really fun graphics and stuff on there. Um, got some really cool merch on there. We've got our videos and everything, um, as well as the tracks. Um, you can obviously find me on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere under Summer Belt. Um, also, um, very active on Instagram and TikTok under Summer Belt. Uh, yeah. Very cool. All the places. Awesome. Um, before we leave, uh, Stuart, we got we to gotta ask a Nashville question. What do you want to ask? What's your favorite hidden gem in Nashville? My favorite or, hidden gem. Or if you had a visitor from Indiana, what would you show them first? Hmm. What would I show them first? Just like anything? Anything yeah. in Nashville. Okay. Food related, experience related. Pondering, pondering. Okay. I would have to say for food, I would probably take them to, okay, I'm a big fan of Duke's. Duke's has a sandwich shop inside of it, and I've always ended up there late at night, but <laughs> bomb sandwiches. I would maybe go there or to Dino's. Dino's is yeah, absolutely great classic. Dino's is great. I wish yeah. they opened during the day. It would be uh, so are they fantastic. not open during the day? No, they're not. No. It's usually just a night place. <laughs> Man, see, I used to live right next door to them, oh. and so Dino's was my spot. The burger or the Frito pie. Oh. Yeah, the yeah. burgers are incredible. Yeah, it's stupid. I miss one. <laughs> I need a pie. <laughs> I'm going to go to Duke's. I've never been to Duke's. Tell me more about Duke's. You haven't been to Duke's? No. Um, Duke's is just uh, a bar on the east side. Okay. Um, and it's it's a dope bar, good, good vibes and everything in there. But it just has this, like, little sandwich shop inside it's kind of like separate from the bar that's so cool. little, we've yeah. talked about it before and at one point yeah it is so good they make like every kind of sandwich they come out with they're all like crispy and cheesy and they come out with these little like banana peppers oh that's oh. fantastic have you heard Highly of, recommend have you heard i think it's this is what's it's called it's called bill's sandwich shop they only oh, serve yeah. sandwiches on saturdays and sundays for pickup really and their instagram is literally the best instagram account where is this it's like in somebody's house really (laughs) yeah but uh you have to find their instagram your your life will change just looking yeah bill's sandwich shop i think sandwich shop and uh the instagram is fantastic like i literally i see their sandwiches and i'm like i need to order one like right now but i always miss the order damn time i'll have to check it out Always got to know the good sandwich places. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Summer, thank you so much for coming on Music Monday. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been dope. Story. We love hearing your music. And uh, so good luck with everything. Thanks so much. Yeah. I don't start fights. I play it nice. But you keep trying to get under my skin. You're talking a lot. You think it's a high. But it's pretty clear you're overcompensating. I don't have time for your games. Middle school say, hey.